How we doing? This is Rob Bolster with RBF Fitness and Nutrition. You should know the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. You know why you do what you do. So racism, it's out there, but it doesn't have to stop you. Just because somebody might look at you a certain way, that doesn't have to stop your forward progress. That's where you have to eliminate the excuses. You got to make that game plan say, for me to get to that point. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a solo episode today. So, you know, I keep the solo one short and sweet. We get straight to the point. So for those that are tuning in for the first time, I typically have a guest on. We dive deep into their backstory, like regardless of their their current success. We go into the backstory and we talk about overcoming obstacles, defying the odds, just you know, how they got to where they are. Because sometimes people can look at the current success and then formulate their own opinion of how they got to, to where they got. But nine times out of 10, people have gone through hell and back to get to where, to where they are. So with that being said, I want to talk about struggling. Because struggling is something that we all do. And again, we, you can look at someone's social media page and people always talk about all the bells and whistles, the chocolate and the roses, but they don't talk about the stuff that's really going on within their lives. And so once I started doing this this podcast, initially, I don't really know what direction I was going to take it in. I just knew I wanted to get something going and just, to just help people either get out of their own way or just break through whatever fire they're in. But then once I started diving into people's backstories, started realizing like there were a lot of parts of their stories that they've never shared before, almost out of this is the 108th episode. But I would say three quarters of each one, once we go off air, people always say, I've never shared that before. You know, thank you for giving me me the courage to share that. And what I want to get through today is the the power of sharing your story. So I did, in a different group, I asked a question about what holds you back from telling your story. And I got a page full full of notes and responses from that post. And what people say is, you know, the fear, the fear of judgment, their story won't interest others. Some people don't want to be on camera. Some people don't, um, being unconventional, trying not to get emotional, being able to remember the chronological order. But I want to talk about the trying to not get emotional part. Because for the longest time, and I too am guilty of this, especially being being a man, is you know, we we associate being emotional with weakness. And that's furthest is the furthest thing from the truth that's one of the strongest things you can do in this world is face facing being vulnerable like putting yourself out there at your and again i hate to use the term but at, at we'll say at your lowest moment but putting yourself out there to where other people are gonna judge you or have opinions about what you have to say but you put it out there anyways 
Like people know my stances on race relations and critical race theory and the Democratic Party. And I get all kinds of kind of response. And uh, by saying Democratic Party, that doesn't mean I'm aligned with the Republican Party. Let me just make that clear. So I'm a very down the middle independent, but I just really, really dislike the Democrats. So well, what the Democrats stand for and and taking those stances, I do get some people firing back on me. But when when you stand firm in your in your conviction, that's where where the, the the true strength lies. So it's not about being afraid to be vulnerable and worrying about what other people are gonna say. But when you hold your ground, those people back off. I'm telling you, those it's it's repellent, right? Someone who is firm in their convictions is repellent to the trolls because they know that they can't get to you. So when you put your truth out there and you just own your truth, nobody can tell you what your truth should or shouldn't be. Like I have people telling me all the time because I don't jump on all of this racial stuff. And and again, and people who do more, more power to you, like you have, you have the freedom to view the world the way that you see it. But I also have the freedom to view it a different way. So I view the world through the lens that my parents raised me with. That's how I view the world. I'm raising my children to view the world through that same lens. And that doesn't mean other stuff doesn't happen in the world. That doesn't mean people don't struggle. That don't mean women can get demeaned in the workplace and that there's violence and bad things happening out there. Like, yeah, all of that stuff happens, but you can sift through it. You know, it's like none of that stuff has to affect your life. It only affects it if you let it. So if I apply for for a job and I don't get hired because the hiring person doesn't like me for the way I look, that's their problem. Like they have to live with that demon, not me. I'll just go find stuff somewhere else. To me, that just means I wasn't meant to work there. So, but there are some people that want to get up in arms about that. That's fine. Like you have that, that you have that freedom. And so the whole point of this is, is that whatever your truth is, share your truth, share it unapologetically, but don't let other people tear you down for your truth. See, so that's the thing with being vulnerable. You feel like if you put yourself out there, people are going to come at you and you're going to let them consume you. So if you let them consume you, then yes, I could see shying away from being vulnerable. But in being the vulnerable and owning your truth, you know what that does is that gives other people permission to do the same. So there's something that you're keeping inside that's eating you alive. Somebody else is keeping that same thing inside and it's eating them alive. And then somebody else is doing it. It takes one person to have the courage to say, you know what, I'm going to get on camera. I'm going to talk about the entire process of my father getting sick through to his passing. Whatever motion comes out, comes out, and I'm just going to own that truth. And then someone else who is still still grieving the loss of a parent might feel, you, you know what, maybe, maybe if I talk about it more, it will help me heal. See, so keeping those things that hurt you inside it's not doing anything to help. It doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. And more importantly, it doesn't inspire anyone else. So being vulnerable, it's not a weakness. It's a strength. Because when you can do that, when you can get up in front of a bunch of people and let your authentic emotion flows, 
that's a powerful person standing right there. That's a powerful person. The person that's afraid to be vulnerable. You know, the word afraid even says it. That person is the one that's displaying the weakness. Now, notice I didn't say they were weak. I said displaying the weakness because you're not allowing your true feelings to be shown. You know, so unless what you feel is going to hurt people, like physically harm people, you know, like some people are not going to like what you say. But again, that's their problem. That's not mine. It's like it's not my job to make everybody see the world the way I see it. It's my job to share the world the way I see it and then connect with other people who see it the same way I see it. That's how that works. It's like we don't try to, to fight the people who don't see it. And that's where like all of these see like the Twitter wars and, you know, the Facebook trolls and, you know, where people just want to just get on other people's opinions and they try to get triggered. And then those people fight back. And then next thing you know, it talks about education and history and you're this and you're that. And I hope this happens to you. And it's like, what happened to the topic at hand? See, So that's what happens when emotions take over your rational thought. So you can have, you can have deep thoughts. You can have deep discussions. You can have vulnerable discussions. You can have emotional discussions and that's okay. And if other people don't like what you have to say, you don't have to engage with that person. It's that simple. You know, so find the people who resonate with you. Find the people who truly have your back. And then the ones who don't, don't waste any effort on them. None, none whatsoever. And you will have a much happier and more fulfilling life. So Rob, what does this have to do with struggling? So again, a lot of people struggle because they keep stuff inside. So like you have things that you want to do, but maybe you think that time has passed already. So you keep that within you. Maybe you're still hurting from a past relationship because you expected an apology or some, something along those lines. Like that, that person cannot affect you unless you let them. That's where the forgiveness is on you. So you, you know what? That person didn't, didn't, um, apologize to me, but you know what? I, I forgive them. Like that's something that they have to live with. Like I remove that weight from my shoulders. So emotional control, that's what it is. So if you're struggling in your job, if you're struggling in a relationship, if you're struggling with a relationship with your kids or your siblings or whatever it is, just remember it's not on them. It's on you. you know, like if you reach out and you keep reaching out and you keep reaching out and they don't respond, then that's something that they have to live with. At least you know you put your best foot forward. And don't say, well, I reached out and they didn't. It's on them now. It's like, no, no, no. It, like, it doesn't work that way. So love, love beats hate every single time. So the more love you put out there, at some point, that person's going to reach back. But if neither of you reach, then that relationship's never going to get repaired. See, so that's where you take charge of your emotions and don't let things trigger you. Then that way you'll be able to, to be vulnerable, share the truths of your life. Those truths will inspire someone else who haven't yet had the courage to share what's ailing them. And then that's a win-win. That's a win-win. And then those people that want to come at you for sharing your, your truth, don't even engage with them. Shut them right out. They mean nothing to you in that moment, right? And I want to stress that in that moment, because it could be someone close to you. It could be someone in the family. Again, it could be 
you know, a close coworker or a, a friend of the family. Like it could be that person that you can't completely cut them out of your life, but you can cut them out of the conversation. Like you, you have that power. Like you don't have to let anyone pull on your strings at all. So like once I learned that skill, cause 20, 20 years ago, oh yeah, I'd go to battle. I would absolutely go to battle. Maybe even five years ago, <laughs> you know, I would go to battle. But now I'm realizing, you know what? I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. It's like I'm, I'm in control of how I view things. So like if somebody comes up to me and you know calls, calls me a racial slur, I don't have to let that bother me. Like that, that's hate in their heart, right? That doesn't have to affect me. That's hate in their heart. That's something that they're gonna have to deal with in their life. That's not up for me to get all out of control and scream because that's what they want. People call people racial slurs to elicit a response. If you stop giving it a response, people will eventually stop doing it. We teach that to kids. You know, the little boy's teasing his sister. And then the sister gets mad, the little boy laughs. Like, that's what it is. So then you teach the the little, listen, just don't give him the attention. Then he realizes, oh, it's not fun fun anymore because she's not reacting. Like it's 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 really that easy, but no, you know something will will happen between races, and it gets blown up on on the news and in the newspapers, and it's shared all over social media. It's like everybody needs to know this one thing happened, and what does that solve? What does it solve? It solves nothing. It solves nothing. You know, whatever somebody has in their heart, that's what they have in their heart. And don't come to me with this systemic stuff when we just had had a two term black president. Right. So no matter what's going on out there, that's systemic, you can still get through it. There's more successful blacks now than any other time in history. So I don't want to hear about that. So that is just another roadblock in the way. But if you have enough perseverance, you can bust right through that roadblock. All right. So that's all I got for you today. Again, I wanted to keep it under 15 minutes. If you need to reach me on social, it's at Robert B. Foster. Or you can join my group, Speak About Yourself Out Loud. Or you can visit robertbfoster.com. That's all I got for you today. Have a great day. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry.